Hey there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. After being in the events industry since 2010 and working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients, the mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. laughing before this, which is why we're laughing now, but um, welcome to the Render Podcast. I'm your host, Cam, and I'm excited to talk about today's topic, and we're here with Kaylee. Kaylee, say hi. Hello, everyone. This is going to be a fun episode. So if you're listening, most of the people who listen to our episodes listen on the day it comes out or a couple days after, like that's the most engagement, and if you're listening to this on the day it comes out on Wednesday, then you know that Valentine's Day is just a few days away, which is crazy. Like we're already a month and a half into this year, which is crazy to me. But Valentine's Day is coming up. And we were just talking for a second about the fact that just because Valentine's Day is coming, it doesn't have to be a romantically driven holiday. If you actually, is it even a holiday? Is it considered I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a holiday. But it doesn't have to be romantically driven. And we were just talking about that. And Kaylee, you mentioned that you could give love to yourself. You can give love to your parents. You can give love to your team. You can give love to so many different people. It does not have to be relationship driven. Talk more about that. Yeah. uh, I mean, commonly people like this, I don't know when it came out, but like this idea of like Valentine's Day and um, like supporting the or woman. I like to say Galentine's Day. Galentine's <laughs> for all those fellas out there who, <laughs> who feel excluded from the Galentine's. It's a new word. Galentine's and Galentine's. There you go. Um, it's something that like people come around and celebrate their gals or guy friends or just like really like sending love to people and reminding people that you're thinking about them, that you remember them, that you love them and are grateful for them. Um, I have talked about this on the podcast before, but I am a huge proponent of celebration and finding ways to show appreciation to people, I think is so fun. And I love finding unique ways to do that. And so I actually being an Enneagram four. This will not come to a surprise to you, Cam, but I don't love traditionally the thought of Valentine's Day because I'm like, it's so like sappy and blah, 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 blah. But growing up, my dad, my so I have two sisters and um, my dad is like a total girl dad, like loves us to death. And every year he would go like far beyond expectation and celebrate us through Valentine's Day and like. One year he, we had this like media room, um, in our house and it was like upstairs. It was kind of by my bedroom. And I remember coming home one day and there was like a sign taped on the door that said, don't go in here. Exterminators coming. And I was like, dad, like there's what, what's going on? Like what's right. going on in the media room? And he was like, oh no, they have to like come and exterminate. There's bugs in there or something. And I was like, okay, that's so weird. Like, wasn't up there the other day. 
And he, for me, I would be like, oh my gosh, I was in there and there's bugs. Like what the crap is going on? Yeah. Yeah. I was so curious. I was like, what the heck? But all day long, he had been like preparing that room and setting it up like a fine dining restaurant and like had tables set out for me and my sisters and my mom and had like a candlelit dinner and like cooked all day and like made sure that we were all dressed up. Yeah. And like, like took us into the room and was like here and there was like nice music. And so like all, yeah. All my life growing up, my dad made sure it was like very, very special. And so I always associate Valentine's Day with just like showing people how special they are to you. I love that. My dad never went to those crazy extremes. He always made my mom feel super loved by taking her on a date or um, like if she had mentioned wanting a new purse or like wanting something, he went out and got something for her and such. But he always, um, I'm, the only girl in my family outside my mom, as you know, but people on this podcast might not know. I have three younger brothers. And so my dad was always super adamant and making about making sure my mom and me both felt super loved. And so to this day, I still get a flower arrangement from my dad every single um, year. And he started when I was a newborn, there's actually a picture of him getting like a tiny little arrangement for me as a newborn and all the way through. And in fact, one Valentine's Day, I remember specifically, it must have fallen on a Friday or something. And um, I was in preschool. I was like, I don't know, probably three or four. And I don't know how I remember this, but I remember it. I remember being picked up by him in a limo. He came to my preschool oh. and picked me up in a limo and I had flowers. And we went out on an ice cream date afterwards because my mom was working as a nurse and she was on night shift. And so he couldn't take her out because she was working. And so he picked me up in a limo from my preschool. And all I remember is the limo. But he tells me that there was flowers and we went out on an ice cream date and like had so much fun. And that was before I had my brothers. So it was just like, I just remember that like feeling so special and so loved by him. It was so cool. And it's not, I mean, obviously it's my dad. So it's not like a romantic thing. And so I've always like been the same to where, it's not dependent on someone being in my life to like make sure that I feel loved. Um, special. Yeah. Which leads us into a great conversation that we're not talking about Valentine's all day today, but we're talking about how do you give yourself some self love? Not only in the season of Valentine's and all the lovey dovey things that are going around on social media, but how do we give ourselves love? Not only now, but throughout the entire year and throughout our daily lives. And so um, we're going to just share some things that make us feel loved and um, why they make that us feel that way. And if you don't mind, I'm going to tell a quick story, which I'm, you've heard this story a million times, I'm sure. But there was a season where I did not give myself love. I worked all the time. And I'll make it a short story because you can go to our Instagram. And last week on Friday, I did an Instagram live. It's on IGTV. Go hear the full story. But Um, Quick version is I was working full-time for two different businesses. I was a full-time realtor's assistant, and I was working full-time at a boutique because I had to get close somehow, and a discount was the only way that I thought possible as a single mom. And so I was like, I'm going to, you know, work in this boutique. And then I was also working full-time in my side hustle at the time, which is now the business that it is today. And yeah, I mean, you know me very well. It does not... Come as a big surprise, of course. Um, 
but I wasn't giving myself time and love. I slept maybe three to four hours a night because I was so busy. I um, ate like crap. I mean, honestly, I don't know how I survived. Like I ate so bad. Like I would, and you know this about me, I don't put food at the priority and you know, right now I am, but normally I don't put food as a priority. Kaylee will actually joke it with me. She's like, how's your four hour lunch going over there? Take like, for it's going really great. For yeah. yeah. Or I'll just forget to eat. Like I'll eat at three o'clock or so. But when I was working three full-time jobs, I would go to like Wendy's at three o'clock. So I'd be so freaking hungry. And I was like, a burger sounds really great as burgers always sound great, but burger sounds really great. So I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna get a milkshake. I'm gonna get all the, all the bad stuff for you. And so I went through life not eating very well, not sleeping, not, um, I was super stressed out because I was working three different jobs and a single mom and trying to make ends meet. I was living paycheck to paycheck and was just super stressed out. And so did not take care of myself at all. My priority list was myself, maybe not even on the list, like at the very bottom at most, maybe not even on the list. And I finally decided, you know what, I'm going to stop doing this. I'm going to actually pour into myself. And so I quit those two full-time jobs. I put everything into this business as it is today. And the first two days I started out by going to a conference in Austin. And the second day of the conference, I start to get this growth kind of on my hand and it started super small and it looked like a bruise and it started on my hand and it grew into my wrist and grew into my arm. And I called my mom naturally because she's my mom, but she's also a nurse. But I called my mom. I was like, mom, I don't know what's going on. My skin doesn't itch and it doesn't hurt and it's not raised. It's just like the skin coloration is turning like a brown black. And I don't know what's going on. I'm really freaked out. And she she said, let's go to an internist when you get home and we're going to figure it out. So I go to the internist the very next day and he starts going through the evaluation. You know how doctors are like, you know, what are you eating and what's your stress level and what are you, how are you sleeping? And so I was telling him all these things. And at the end of the meeting, he said, I know exactly what's going on. You are not giving yourself, he wouldn't have said you're not loving yourself, but he was essentially saying, long story short, you're not loving yourself. You're not doing things that are keeping you um, as a high functioning person, an adult. And so he said, go eat a salad, go sleep for like 15 hours because you probably need it and reduce your stress level, like do the things for your body that you need to do. And he essentially gave me kind of a death sentence at the time. He said, if you continue this way, if you continue going like this all the time in seasons, understandable, but if the seasons turn into a lifetime and this is how you're going to treat your body, you're going to be gone in 10 years and you need to change something. He said, this thing that's happening on your skin is the warning shot. This is your body telling you something is wrong something is wrong. And he said, not only are you going to have it there, but he said, how's your back pain? I said, my back hurts all the time. Well, there's your kidneys telling you that your kidneys are on fire. How's your shoulders? I said, they're about up to my ears because they're so, so stressed. I carry all my stress in my shoulders. He said, yep, that's not supposed to happen. He said, what about your eyesight when you're super tired? How's your eyesight? I said, well, it gets kind of fuzzy and I like can't see very well. He's like, well, that's another warning shot. So he started just kind of going on this list He said, the most common one is back pain. And so if anyone listening to this right now and you have back pain, that's unusual. That's not just like maybe you worked out hard or maybe you um, 
lifted something too heavy. Like those are reasons why you might have back pain. But if you have back pain because you sit in a chair or because you just do normal life, that's your body telling you something's wrong. Something is wrong. And so after that, that was in 2016 that all that happened. And since then, I have, I mean, Kaylee's known me for quite some time, (laughs) gone through seasons of like pouring into myself and putting myself as a priority in seasons that I haven't. In the seasons that I've actually made myself a priority, the seasons I've actually given myself self-love are the happiest and most joyful I've ever been, ever. And I was telling, um, I run a mastermind with other rental professionals. I'm on Clubhouse. And the last um, couple of weeks, really, I've been talking about this concept of a joy list or a happy list or a love list to yourself and things that you can do to pour into yourself to make you feel um, like you have an overflowing cup. And we all know the analogy. You can't pour from an empty cup. You need to pour from an overflowing cup. And if you're doing nothing to love yourself, if you're doing nothing to provide joy and happiness to yourself, there's no way that you can serve other people. There's no way you can serve your, your partner or your spouse. There's no way you can serve your kids. There's no way you can serve your team. There's no way you can serve anybody in your life. Whether you're married, whether you're dating someone, whether anything is going on in your life, you, there's no way that you can pour out if you're not pouring into yourself. And that looks very different across many different people. Yeah. And I encourage my mastermind students today and the people on my clubhouse today, we're recording this on Monday, comes out in two days. I told them today, I said, I want you to go and make a list, your joy list, your happy list, your love list, however you want to name it, your list of the things that make you happy, things that make you joyful. And I want you to put down at minimum 10 things. And I say, I want you to write this down because if we have it in our head, we're going to forget. We might remember eventually, but we're going to forget. So I said, write it down, pull out your notes section on your phone, write it on a piece of paper, put it as a draft email, whatever you need to do, but write it down. And I said, then when you pick one thing from that list every single day to do for yourself. And so our lists look different, right? Um, my list looks like Beyonce being blared in my car. That is not on Kaylee's list, nope. but that's on my list. And that <laughs> makes me feel joyful. Like screaming, singing at the top of my lungs to really any song. I mean, I love Formation and I love Get Me Bodied and I love all all those. But really any song of Beyonce's, that brings me like pure joy. And actually on Friday, I don't know if you remember on Friday, but I was like kind of sluggish in the morning. I was like just kind of in a rut. I just was like, I can't, I can't focus. I can't like do whatever. And I was like, I'm going to go to La La Land which is a coffee shop. It's not like some weird place for those who don't live in Dallas. They might be like, La La Land, what is that? It's a coffee shop. I'm going to go to La La Land, like walk into the closet and just like turns off the lights and just. (laughs) It's a coffee shop. It's a coffee shop. It's a coffee shop. I promise. La La Land coffee house. (laughs) Somebody on this podcast listening right now is going to be like, what? Lala Lane. <laughs> drugs. Also a great yeah. movie. Great movie as well. <laughs> so on Friday, I was like, I'm going to go to Lala Land Coffee House. I'll be right back. And so what I did is I got in my car. I put on my favorite Beyonce song, drove to Lala Land Coffee House. And I won't say I intentionally missed the exit. <laughs> 
But I missed my exit on the highway and got to listen to one extra Beyonce song. So I'm not mad about it. Ordered myself a dirty chai double shot because it was needed. Really, I mean, I don't think I haven't ordered a single shot in a long time. I should probably check on my heart for that. Um, But ordered a double shot, dirty chai. Ordered myself the queen avocado toast because Brooke on our team told us about the queen avocado toast. And I was listening to the queen, so I had to get the queen. Yeah. And it filled my cup. And that is now, I now have added that. So not only are you going to write down this joy list or happy list or love list, but you're going to save it to a place where you can add to it. Because I didn't know that I loved the queen avocado toast. Now I know that I love the queen avocado toast. It's also very expensive, so I can't have it all the time. That's like once every quarter. (laughs) Not that expensive, but. Yeah, but not every day. Yeah, (laughs) not sure. So it's this, just the, just something that brings you joy. Something that brings you joy. I also, to play off of that, I have been trying to, I'm, I love for people that don't know me, I am like very like photo art, like love capturing life in certain moments. And so what I've been trying to do um, each day is like, look for things that bring me joy. So like moments that have, like, if I'm in a moment Like, for example, yesterday, I had just finished a book about creativity. And so I felt very inspired. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to like, I'm going to grab all my magazines and I'm just going to cut like pictures out. And I'm going to make a little mood board and a notebook. And I'm, I was listening to jazz because I love jazz right now and was like, felt like I was in a scene from a movie and was like, oh my gosh, like, this is, wow, I feel so full in this moment right now. And so I stopped and I try in those moments not to like pull out my phone, but I've kind of created this habit of like, when I'm in those moments, I want to remember that that was like a moment that was really special. And like, I felt like the most myself in that moment. And so I've been taking these like one to two second videos. um, And I have an app called Leap Second, And basically what you do is you um, upload one second videos every single day for the year. And then at the end of the year, you get to like review your year in a like five minute video. And I don't do it every day. Yeah, I don't do it every day, but it's helped me like really start to pay attention to the moments that are happening in my life and also the things that are bringing me joy around myself. And before doing that, I kind of would just like go through the moment of like moving from moment to moment. And I would think about like, oh, wow, that was a really special moment. But then it would just like, like you said, like, if you just think about it, it kind of like leaves your mind and that was it. And so um, also like alongside writing your like joy list, maybe each moment that you do that and you feel that joy, you capture it. Like you take a picture on your phone um, or you take a quick video and it's just been such a fun way for me to like really remember oh I actually really enjoyed that or that was like such a special moment yeah I love that and even like two or three years from now when you're looking through your photos or your videos you'll come back to that and be like oh I loved that that was a really great moment yeah for sure yes that's so fun I'm gonna have to download leap second then Oh my gosh, I love it. I forget. So I had to set notifications on my phone to actually remember doing it because I don't have notifications on like anything else. But I was like, I need to do this because at the beginning of this year, I watched last year's and I was like, 
wait, this was like only three minutes. It should be five minutes. And I was like, oh, that's because I forgot. So well, it's, it's, it's 2020. Yeah. Give an excuse. For sure. I've also been trying to, um, alongside the uh, joy, like capturing thing, um, the book I was reading is called Steal Like an Artist. And it's by Austin, I think he pronounced his last name Klein. Could be wrong. Steal Like an Artist, look it up. So good. But he was talking about um, creating a log book. And so getting like a little spiral notebook and like carrying it around with you or like having it at the, like your bedside table and writing down everything that you did for the day. Um, and maybe not, not like everything, but like I went to, I grabbed coffee at this place. I ran into this person or I went and saw this movie or like little things that happened throughout your day. And he was talking about how, if you do that, if you write down the small things, it will help you remember the big things later on. And so like having a log book of, of like the day of like even looking back like a year from now and being able to remember like, oh yeah, on September, or September <laughs> February 8th, I recorded a podcast with Cam and then I'd be like, oh, I can go listen to that podcast and like be reminded of those things. And so that's something I'm trying out right now. And it's been really fun. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I never, never even thought about that. I know. I'm I don't either. You and I have talked about in the past, and maybe we've said it in a podcast episode or something about um, like writing, just journaling every night mm-hmm. or journaling after work or doing something to like release all the thoughts that might be in your mind before you go to bed or before you go into your next thing. Like for you, I know that you um, used to live super close to work. We used to work from home. And so you'd have to transition between home and um, work life in the same space. And so, um, I learned this from you where you would just kind of journal what was in your head, what was going on, um, what thoughts maybe have come up or, um, to do's that you might have to do tomorrow that you don't necessarily want to talk about for, or think about for the rest of the evening. And so that's kind of along the same lines, but both are great practices. Yeah. It's like a shorter condensed version. Like I literally wrote like yesterday was, I like played tennis. I won one match. (laughs) I I finally beat Will. Will's my husband. I finally beat him and one match and then he won the rest of them, but whatever. But I was like, one thing, like that's what I won. I won the one and then like watch the Super Bowl and like that was it. And so it's like a really easy like simulation if you're not a diary person or like a, somebody who's just like, I'm just going to sit and I'm just going to talk about all the little things that happened in my day. Like that can, that can take a long time. And if that's not you, then, you know, that's not you. Um, but it's been like a really fun practice. So that's the way I'm loving myself right now. That's awesome. I love that. What are other things that are on your love list or joy list or things that you maybe even... Okay, two-part question. I'm rewording my question now. What do you do on a daily basis? Daily basis, love, happy, joy list. And then like long-term, like either seasonal, quarterly, once a year, like something big that you do that you're like, this is how I love myself. Well, this will not surprise you, but it changes all the time. I'm not surprised by that. But so daily. This is the difference between Kaylee and I. I am a creature of habit. I love like um, 
quickly, massages are my like big thing that I do for myself. It's always been that way. It's never changed. Beyonce as a little thing, always been that way. Haley is not this way. She is, she's like, it's seasonal. It's sometimes seasonal, sometimes yearly you change. Yeah. <laughs> My parents would say, that's just Kaylee. That's, mm-hmm. I'm that's your free spirited child. That's just me. I secretly love it, but it's hard for the rest of the people around me. four. Yep. Well, okay. So what I've been learning about myself is that I have to have routines. Like I do so much better with routine and rhythm and like living into that rhythm. And so I've been trying to get better about my daily like habits and whatnot. I'm still working on them, but trying to get better. You're always going to be working on them. Oh yeah, for sure. Everyone's going to be working on themselves, but I would say on my joy list. I love that, by the way. I love joy list. Um, I would say daily is um, I've been trying to like go for a walk every day. Um, One thing I'm trying right now is just like move my body for 30 minutes and not like put the pressure of um, like working out to change myself. I've always struggled with Uh, my self-image and like not being thrilled with where I'm at like in my body and so what I'm trying to focus on instead of like putting the pressure of you work out to lose weight or you work out to like change the way that you feel I am just trying to just work out and just to like move and so that's something that I'm doing um, that's been really helpful um, and like brings me a lot of joy I also um, try to create something every day And this looks different per day, but if my work day is like super creative, then I'm like, great, I don't have to do that at home. But if it's not, then I try to like read a magazine or like listen to music or um, I don't know, like yesterday I did my little mood exercise. Yes. And so trying to find ways to like spark that sense of like, I'm doing this for myself and no one else has um, I think has I've I have to work really hard at it because I I think as women, especially we've been taught all of our life of like, hey, you should you should help everyone else or you shouldn't think about yourself or you shouldn't you shouldn't talk about yourself or you shouldn't love yourself like you should be loving everyone else and like serving everyone else. And while that is so true, like we are like you should care about other people and you should be thinking about other people and like ways to love them and serve them and all of that. Like that's what makes society better. But I think it's so important, like you've said so many times of like, you can't pour from an empty cup. And so like, in order for you to love someone else and like to serve someone else, you have to first like set yourself up to be able to do that. And I can't serve, like, I can't serve other people without, if I was just like a, I don't know why this analogy came into my head, but if I was like a frail noodle, like I couldn't (laughs) help other people, you know? Okay. I'm here for the frail noodle. (laughs) Frail noodle, you know? It's like I was envisioning, you know, those like at car sales, like the little thing on the side of the road that's like Mm -hmm. blowing in the wind. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm talking about? It's like like a a crazy little thing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
frailing. That's what I was picturing. So that's what came out. So frail needle. That is so true. I mean, just like I was talking about earlier, you cannot pour out from an empty cup. I mean, literally, like if your cup was empty of water or whatever drink you're drinking, you can't pour out from it. And so the same is true. My and just like you said, goodness. yep, I got mine right here. It's literally empty. Well, I've got a full cup over here. <laughs> you can't. Well, okay, there we go. Analogy. I'm yeah, I'm pouring for a full cup, baby. Here we go. <laughs> yes. But, and what you said about women is so true. And most of the people that listen to this are women. I know there's a few men that do, but... As women, we're told to, sh- you know, share with everybody else, like do everything for everybody else. As a mom, you're doing things for your kids. As a wife, you're doing things for your husband or your partner. As a um, business owner, you're doing things for your team. As um, as a daughter, you're doing things for your parents. As a uh, sibling, you're doing things for your siblings. Like as women growing up, we just were taught this. Like that's just what we were taught. And I think that narrative is shifting right now. Like I know that I'm teaching my daughter different things because I know more, I have more wisdom around this. And so I think that narrative is changing ever so slightly, but society would tell us that women, we are um, born with all the feelings. We're born with all of the, um, you know, everybody else before me type of mentality. And it's hard to do that when you're not pouring into yourself. And so this isn't a talk about, you know, being selfish or like, um, me, 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 me type of thing. This is a, no, I need to pour into me so I can be there for everybody else. Mm -hmm. And so I love that you, you mentioned that because I think it's something that's worth talking about. Yeah. And it took me a really long time and I'm still figuring out how to do it well and like how to balance, like, having a spouse and also like one thing I've been realizing a lot lately is um, my husband and I had to quarantine with each other for seven days in a one bedroom apartment twice, twice. And I love my husband to death, but being in a one bedroom apartment and like being around him constantly, I was like, you know what? I have something I haven't done in a really long time is just be by myself. Like I used to like used to be in college and like post college, like before I got married, like I would go and just like go to a museum by myself or like go to a shop and just walk through a shop by myself. And I have forgotten like, oh yeah, I can do that. <laughs> like I could go and just like Go for a walk by yourself. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, I'll see you in 30 minutes. Like, I'm just going to go for a little walk. And, like, that is okay and that is good. And, like, and I especially, like, so Will and I used to work together. We used, He actually used to work for Render. You know this. Our listeners don't. But we were together. Yeah, he worked here for, like, a year and a half, didn't he? Yeah, almost two years, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, we we worked together. We lived together. Our friends are this carpooled to work together. Like we were together all the time. And our like our marriage was good. Like everything was fine. But it was this weird balance of like when he transitioned to a different job of like, oh, we're not together anymore. Like what like what does this look like? Like, oh my gosh. And so now it's like funny, like a new season of like being in quarantine and not being able to see a lot of people and like being able to go out. I'm learning again of like, oh, I need to do something for myself. 
and I can be okay with that. Like, it's okay for me to do that. So just like having to like, remember, like to literally tell myself, oh no, you need to go and like do something just for you. And so I love this idea of doing like a joy list and like having things that whenever you don't know what to do for yourself, like you just pull out your list and you're like, eeny, meeny, weeny, mo. This right. is what you do today. Blindly choose which one you want to do. Yeah, it's so fun. Yeah, I love it. And and part of making sure it's a part of what you're doing instead of like forgetting to do it is building in these routines and habits. And routines and habits are going to look different for so many people. My routine and habit is very different than Kaylee's routine and habit. My routine and habit is very different than my mom's and by and everybody else I know. I mean, nobody's routine and habit look the exact same unless of course you're being a creeper and like want to be the exact same, but which I guess isn't a problem, but most are going to look very different and it might look different day to day and it might look different, you know, weekday to weekend. It might look different from month to month or year over year. And so, you know, you're talking about, I'm not that great about my routine or whatever. Well, we're always working on a routine. Like I'm not great about my routine every single day. I try to do something from my joy list every single day. Um, And you know this about me. And the only, (laughs) the last 45 or 46 on the day this comes out, it'll be 48 days because I'm going to make sure I keep doing it. Um, I work out every single day. Every single day I get some sort of a workout in. And there's a long time that that didn't happen. And so this routine that is happening, I'm going to get to a day that, that I don't work out every single day. Like it's inevitably going to happen. At some point life is going to get busy or a day is going to get too busy to where I can't fit in a workout. And that's okay because you can pick up and do it again. Mm-hmm. You can pick up and do it again. You can pick up and do it again. It's not just, hey, I chose to wake up at 4.30 every day, work out every day, eat healthy every day. You can have moments that that doesn't happen. And I have, and I'm telling myself that just as much as I'm telling everybody else here, because if you know me, I'm an Enneagram theory, I'm an achiever. I will do what I say I'm going to do. And if I say that I'm going to work out every day, gosh, dang it, I'm going to work out every day. But it's okay to not. Like, it's okay to say, you know what, today I'm not going to choose for my joy list because today I just need a day off. Or today I'm not going to work out. Or today I'm not going to wake up at five. Or today I'm not going to fill in the blank for you, like whatever that looks like for you. This routine is always going to be changing and shifting. My life today looks vastly different than it did a year ago. Not only because 2020 and the pandemic happened and all this crap has happened, but my life looks very different today than it did a year ago. It looks very different than it did six months ago. It looks very different than it did three months ago. And that's just part of life. Like life is going to be ever evolving and changing, which is why this joy list is so important. Because even when life changes, even when um, a pandemic hits and you're, you lose your job or a pandemic hits and your company goes under or um, something happens in your family or a loved one passes away or like something happens in your life because it's inevitable. It's going to like something's going to happen in your life that you still have this joy list to go back to. You still have something that you can say, you know what? It sucks right now, but I'm going to choose to have some joy, which is a core value of ours. We choose joy every freaking day. And having this list is super easy to be able to go back to that instead of like getting to an end of the day and you're like, huh, I feel like I should do something for myself. What should I do? Like you have this list to be like, this is what I'm going to do. Cause I wrote it down yes. instead of it being in your head, writing it down and being able to choose from it. It's super important. And so you know, what are like the top? 
Yes. What are the top five things in your joy list? Oh, I have 18 things on my list. So top the five. top five. Okay. Top five is working out. Mm-hmm. I get so much joy just from doing a really hard workout, which I kill myself every day. I'm I'm feeling it today. And if working you're listening out. and you're like, that's crazy, it's okay. I think it's crazy too that that is on the joy list. But each their own. Each their I own. love a very, very challenging and hard workout. That's on my on my joy list. Listening to Beyonce as loud as I can in my car. That's on my joy list. Surprise, surprise. Um, getting a dirty chai from a good coffee shop, not Starbucks. Starbucks is crap. Sorry for all you Starbucks lovers, but <laughs> I really hate their dirty chai. It's terrible. But sometimes you just have to because it's the only option. Um, so that's three, uh, taking a bath. I love a good bath, love a good bath. And, um, it was so sweet. My future sister-in-law, my brother's fiance ended up a few weeks ago, gifting me like this huge bag of bath stuff, like probably 200 or $300 worth of bath stuff. She gifted me this like bag full of bath stuff. I was like, Morgan, you do not have to do that. She's like, I know this is on your joy list. I was like, you're right. It sure is. That's so sweet. taking a bath, it's super sweet. She was, I love it. Um, and walking to my mailbox without my Apple watch or my iPhone or anything like clothing, obviously on my body, but right, right. Yes. Okay. no, you were very, very confused about that. So concerned. That and La La Land. Like, go La La- La- <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking to her <laughs> mailbox naked in La La Land. This is a great episode. <laughs> but those are my things on my list I love and the reason I like walking to my mailbox clothed but nothing else is is it's like my 30 seconds to a minute of nobody contacting me no texting no calling no Facebook messenger no kids yelling my name like it's 60 seconds like it's short enough and it's cam time 60 seconds or, okay, I'm going to have a six one, a five, four, three, two, one. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's good. For those who don't know what a five, four, three, two, one is, um, I actually went to a conference in July of 2019 and learned about this from the RISE conference that Rachel Hollis puts together. And I came back and I remember telling you about it and you were like, mm-mm, I'm not, I'm not on, I'm not game for that. I don't, I don't like being forced to do things. Well, you know what? Now I force it. That's why I didn't like it. So you just have to phrase things differently. (laughs) Okay, good to know. Yeah. I'm always learning. I love to dance. Yes. To dance. But the thought of being like, oh, we're going to do this and it's going to happen right now. I was like. Well, you didn't have the full story of why. And then we both went to the same conference, but for business instead of personal. And Kaylee got into it for sure. And now we have five, four, three, two, ones. And it's amazing. Quite fun. Quite it's super fun. It's, it's so for those, <laughs> I didn't really explain it. Five yeah, more sorry. Is you make a playlist on Spotify or wherever you make a playlist. I don't know where else you make one, but on Spotify, make a five, four, three, two, one list. And it's like, or, follow general, ours. or, or what? Or you, or yeah, you can, you can find ours. Maybe we can link it in the show notes. Sure can. Sure can. Yeah. The show notes go to the bottom. <laughs> and what it is. I don't know where I'm pointing. This is strange. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if this goes on YouTube, down there. 
like and subscribe. Feel like an airplane. <laughs> okay, five, four, three, two, one is a playlist of really fun pump up songs. If I were making the playlist, you know, Kaylee in involved some of my favorite songs on the playlist, and then there's some of Kaylee's favorite songs on the playlist. Anyways. We have this list of like super fun dance move songs and somebody on the team will say five, four, three, two, one. And you just like dance it out, jump around, do the robot, whatever you want to do for 30 seconds, just 30 seconds, the finger worm, Kaylee's signature move. And it just like brings joy. That's the whole reason you do it is to bring joy. And if you're, yeah, if you're like John, who isn't a dancer who's on our team, he will just stand up and, and be like bobbing his head. It's like, this is my, this is my two cents right here. Just bobbing the head. Yep. <laughs> Between John bobbing the head and Kaylee doing the finger worm. Sometimes I'm the only one that's like whipping my hair back and forth and like actually getting a sweat on. It's fun. You should do a five worth or do one. All right. Any final thoughts for this love yourself episode? Do a joy list, write it down and share on Wednesday. When you listen to this, share your joy list with us. We'd love to repost it and get some ideas because yeah. I feel like, I feel like whenever people share what they are excited about and what is bringing them joy, I am like, Oh wait, I want to try that. I want to do XYZ. I want to paint, not a painter, but maybe I want a watercolor, you know, because you love watercolor. You don't, not talking about you. You don't want to color, but other people do. And so like sharing what is bringing you joy inevitably brings other people joy. And it could simulate some more joy throughout this place, which we, you know, we all need. We all need so, it. Tag us on Instagram at the render co. Dot co. Then, dot co. Yes. At the render dot co. I should know that. Um, <laughs> only created it. So, <laughs> but tag us and we will share it. We would love to share your joy list. If you're yeah. comfortable with that. Don't well, tag us if you're not. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we'll share it. Well, even if, even if you don't tag us and you share it on your own, there's so much joy in just sharing it. I've had, I mentioned this in my clubhouse room this morning. I had a couple of my old high school friends from high school a long time ago, who I haven't talked to probably since high school. And I've been posting almost every day, not every day, but I've been posting often about my workouts and like eating healthy and just living a healthier lifestyle. And I've had so many people just reach out on DMs and they've been like, you posting about this has made me want to do this. And you posting about this has reignited my love for working out or you posting this has done this for me. And which is so fun. I'm not posting it, you know, for me by, I mean, sometimes because I'm really proud of what I'm, you know, my workouts, but if I, if me posting about it encourages somebody else to, and it helps them with a the lifestyle that they need and that will serve them, I'll keep posting about it. And this happened last year. You know, I started doing this working out thing last year, like most people do on New Year's. And then the pandemic hit. And I was like, see you with that. I'm not doing that anymore. Peace. But I'm not doing that this year. Committed. Finally. So even if you don't tag us and you don't want us to repost it, that's fine. 
Share it with someone else. Just share it with a close friend. Share it with a close friend. Text it to someone. Yes. Yeah, but write it down in your notes section on your phone or on post-it notes or on a list, but write it down. Get it out of your head. Yeah, and one last final thought while we're talking about it. Since we are, all of this is because of Valentine's Day and we're talking about loving ourselves and like prioritizing ourselves. One challenge that I'm personally going to do, and I want to challenge all of our listeners and you, Cam, is to, in whatever form you want to do this, write yourself a Valentine. Like, tell yourself that you're proud of yourself. And even if it's, even if you don't believe it right now, write to your future self, write to your past self, write to yourself presently, and just tell yourself that you love you. And like, be that person for yourself. Because if you don't have it, you are that person. And it'll be something that you'll look back on years from now and be so glad that you did. Because I have found letters that I have written to myself, like I used to do it in college all the time. And I found them and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, wow, I really needed to hear this again. So whether it's like a voice memo to yourself, whether you are like full on DIY arts and crafts, like making yourself a Valentine with big heart and like the ruffled, you know, like you used to do in preschool, or maybe it's just like a virtual paperless postcard that you send yourself, whatever form you want to do it, write yourself a Valentine. I love that. Uh, At that conference I mentioned going to over the summer two years ago, I had um, at the conference, they encouraged you to write a letter to your perseverance. They said, think about your perseverance and how you've come throughout your life and write yourself a letter to your perseverance. And it was so freeing to do that. You know, a lot of my past story, not going to go into it, but there's a lot that I've had to persevere through and it was so freeing. And I cried like a baby, which, you know, does not happen ever. Like I cried maybe once a year. Uh, Check, I've already done it for the year. (laughs) (laughs) But I wrote this letter to myself, to my persistence, just like telling me, telling myself that I have done so much. I've been through so much. I'm still here. Like I'm still living live. And it was so freeing to do that. And I looked back on it a couple days ago and I was like, oh, wow. Like, This is what I was feeling in the moment when I was talking about this. And it's so freeing to do. And so I love that you're saying about like a love letter to yourself. We need it for sure. And then save it. Yeah. Don't throw it away. Yeah. Don't burn it. Don't throw it away. Keep it. Yeah. And if you're not feeling great about where you're at in this season right now, write it to your future self or write it to a past self or write it to a version of yourself that you can appreciate and love immensely. And that's okay if you don't feel that way right now. But write yourself a letter anyways. Okay, you've got two tasks. At the end of this episode, everybody has two things they're going to do. They're going to write a joy list with 10 things on it. Then they're going to write a love letter to yourself. Two. One and two. (laughs) With the finger. Finger worm. (laughs) Okay. Well, this wraps up episode 45, all about self-love. Shout us out on Instagram. Share it with us. We are so excited to have this for you. See you later.